Super Flexible Podcast, episode 129. We are into this draft week, finally going to have some freaking landing spots. Finally, we don't have to argue about these rookie wide receivers. Oh, we still will. We still will. Well, let's say this. This is a precious time when you could be making some moves in your dynasty leagues. And I feel like maybe the opportunities are being neglected because we're so excited about this rookie draft. We're getting caught up in the wrong things, the wrong content. So I thought, let's put it here. There's some moves we can still be making. You know, guys we want to sell, guys we want to attach onto before maybe their prices go up, before their prices drop, before they have no value at all to you obviously there's some risk involved here but this is a prime week to be making some moves and i i just don't i I don't see it happening like i feel we should at this point in time quite honestly and it's an active time i mean I, i can almost guarantee you if you throw some offers out right now you're gonna get more counters than you normally would in the season so let's dive into this so let's dive into it We are in this time of year where NFL teams will have the opportunity to get new wide receivers in the third round, the fourth round. We hear all the time, like draft capital, draft capital, draft capital. It's neither here nor there for this particular show, but we do know that if a wide receiver is maybe drafted in the third round, he has a better chance of of getting an opportunity in the NFL. So what I did and what I suggest you do, even as a listener, you're going to have to pause the show if you want to do this. I'm not waiting for you. Maybe pull up some death charts, look at your favorite teams, like see some of the players that you feel like are maybe expendable. Pick out some players that maybe you feel like have enough namesake from a previous draft or season where you feel like they're expendable or they could lose that job within the draft. Nothing, nothing really special, you know, but get rid of those players like NFL's teams are going to be cleaning house. So should you. So we'll start in the AFC South, mainly Jacksonville Jags. They've got the 101 overall. We know they're taking Trevor Lawrence. And then you assume you're sitting here with Gardner Minshew as your the Trevor Lawrence's backup. So this is kind of this is for you 101s out there. You're drafting Trevor Lawrence in your super flex leagues. You think you've got Gardner Minshew as your backup? I don't think you do. I think that he'll he'll probably move on at some point here. You want to go get CJ Bethard as your Trevor Lawrence handcuff. If you're into that sort of thing in Superflex, which I am, I want to get my Superflex quarterbacks backups before they're starting because of an injured Trevor Lawrence. I don't care if it's one week or two that you see C.J. Beathard in there, assuming he's that number two guy. I don't want to pay for him after an, an injury to my starting quarterback. I also feel like it's a good opportunity to maybe go and put a little risk into Gardner and see how cheap you could pull him from those Gardner Minshew teams because they maybe are thinking he's going to be the backup. But there's a little bit of a hold to see if he's going to trade. But I think it could be one of your last chances to get him on the cheap before maybe he's 
competing with another quarterback in the NFL. C.J. Beathard, close to nothing. He might even be available on waivers. So if waivers open up, be ready to go and get him. Might be a little late by then because some of this dust maybe maybe has settled by then. Another guy, if we're talking about waiver claims, and maybe some of your leagues, you may be able to go in and maybe pick him up right now. Maybe it's open the way it should be. I think I have two leagues with open. That's the way it should be. But anyway, get ready to put in a cheap, free waiver claim. Maybe you can draft veterans, even in your rookie draft, somebody that will be there for you late. Chris Manhurts. I think right now he's second on the depth chart. I don't know. Did any of you open up your depth charts for me? But I think that there's a good chance if they don't draft a tight end, they might give Manhurts an opportunity on that team and he's close to nothing he's free he's a stash the players i'm looking to sell a couple players that i want to move on from on the on the jags before maybe the nfl draft would be colin johnson and tyler eifert eifert i don't i mean i don't think you can get much for eifert but he's still on the team maybe you can get a little something even if it's a future pick and colin johnson maybe he's the three wide receiver there good chance they pack they pick somebody in the draft. I mean, the Jags, you have to remember, have 10 picks. They pick at 25 overall, one overall, as we know, but then another pick in the first round, 25 overall, two picks in the second round, a 33 and a 45, one pick in the third round, a 65, two picks in the fourth round, 106 and 130, uh, another two in the fifth, one in the seventh. But man, I mean, we're talking like two picks in the second, one in the third. That's a prime area where they could get a wide receiver. Move on from Colin Johnson now. You might just get a little something. I mean, honestly, even if you're having trouble moving him, go to the guy. Like, let's say you've got a 206. Package Colin Johnson with 206. Move up to 204. Cut your losses. I don't care if it's only two spots. Cut your losses. Move up a couple spots. Get in front of that guy. Clean up some damn space on your roster. That's another thing we're trying to do here is get rid of those players. Get a little something for some of the players you're going to drop before your rookie drafts and you're making room for them anyway. Indianapolis Colts. Six picks. They've got six picks. So this one was a little tougher as as far as kind of trying to find some cells. Luckily, I've been talking to Fenero a lot, and on a rookie fever recently, we both kind of agreed that we want to sell Paris Campbell. So I agree with that. They aren't obviously as rich as the Jags with draft picks, but plenty of opportunities to draft a wide receiver for the Colts. With a, They've got the 21st overall, a 54 in the second round, 127, a little late in the fourth round to be drafting a wide receiver that we're going to talk a ton about, but... Paris Campbell's probably somebody that I'm looking to move on from. I don't have a ton of guys I want to buy. I have been going out of my way to try to buy Carson Wentz. Something I like about Carson Wentz is obviously that O-line. He's got a couple years. He's young. Something else I like about Carson Wentz. Jacob Eason is free. So I feel like I can get attached to that entire quarterback. Like the quarterbacks that I'm worried about or concerned about having as starters for near close to cheap whereas like let's say i go and get Carr, Derek Carr, mariota costs a little bit more than jacob eason i do you guys are learning i do like to have my quarterbacks backup if i can i don't want to pay for him after an injury or something bad happens so weird as that sounds i i like to i like the jacob eason like so so what i'm doing here is i'm going out i'm 
trading away my Derek Carr shares. I'm getting Carson Wentz plus just a little bit extra. So I get Wentz, a little bit extra, and then I go put in a really low offer for Jacob Eason, and people are like, why would they want him? Like, sure, yes, clean up my roster space, which they should be. Get your players in the right spots. That's what you need to do while you're making these moves. Like, get your players in the spots they need to be. If you have Kyle Allen, you holler at the Ryan Fitzpatrick owner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get your players in the places they need to be when you're moving on from them. So, I mean, and that'll help a lot. You know, that's how you want to move some of these players is by getting them in the right spots. I don't want to be a broken record. I've been accused of doing that when I talk alone. But, uh, but yeah, do get your players in the right spots. Like, search. Hit the search engine. Don't just, like, be like, I want to sell Kyle Allen for a fourth. Go find a spot for him. Help it the deal out. Help yourself out. Moving along to the Tennessee Titans. They have nine picks. The players I want to sell is Darrington Evans and Josh Reynolds. I do believe they'll draft a wide receiver. I don't even care if they don't. I still want to move Josh Reynolds. I'm not a Darrington Evans guy. They have plenty of picks, nine picks. They have plenty of picks that they can go get a wide receiver or a running back that are better than Josh Reynolds and Darrington Evans. If they don't make those moves, A.J. Brown's still the only guy I want after Derrick Henry. So move Darren Evans, Josh Reynolds, if you can get anything for them. They've got a pick 22nd overall, 53 overall. Then in the third round, you know, another prime spot for these deep wide receiver classes. We want to keep talking about how deep these wide receiver classes are, but we want to act like some of these other cheap guys aren't going to lose their jobs. Like we can't have both worlds. And that's that's what we're trying to do here is just clean up a little bit of roster space. Some of these guys people still want to hit. I know Darrington Evans isn't a wide receiver, but just move on from these guys. You got to pick 22. I mean, what are they going to add there? 53 in the second round, wide receiver. Two picks in the three in the third round, 85th and 100, and then a 126 in the fourth. Those are all areas where you can get a wide receiver or running back. I mean, there, there's still, this is not a heavy running back class. That is not what I'm trying to say. But there are still running backs in this class. Michael Carter goes to, or Kenny Gainwell goes to Tennessee. You're telling me you want Darrington Evans? Hell no, you're not telling me that. Get rid of him now before it happens. Stop wishing. Go fishing. Let's get these moves done. Houston Texans. Eight picks. I don't know who to sell on this team because they need so much. I would even say go buy Brandon Cooks. Go maybe throw in some offers for Tyrod Taylor in your Superflex leagues. You might get a starter for a few weeks, maybe the entire season. Texans don't pick till the third round early. Pick 67. Then they have a fourth round pick, 109. Two fifth rounders. There's nobody on the Texans that I even want to sell because there's nobody there. They need so much. Like, who's going to lose their job? Brandon Cooks? No. It doesn't matter who they bring in. Brandon Cooks is going to still have a job. He's been putting up numbers for us for a while. So Houston Texans were a really weird one for me. I don't even have to tell you guys why. You're just like, wow, yeah. Especially if any of you decided to open up a depth a depth chart while we're doing this, they've got nothing. So go buy some Brandon Cooks. Throw some offers out for Tyrod Taylor, especially if you're desperate in a super flex situation. And uh, then we'll move on to the AFC West here. AFC West gets interesting. Got the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. I mean, first of all, I mentioned Gardner Minshew earlier. 
I could see this being one of the teams that he lands on to compete with Drew Locke. We've also heard rumors now of Teddy Bridgewater moving to Denver to compete with Drew Locke. That said, man, Drew Locke's so tough, but I kind of want to move on from him at this point if I can. That's that's what's so hard here. If we get to the draft day, they didn't make a trade. They didn't draft a quarterback. You're going to wish you still had Drew Locke. But I'm kind of at the point where I want to be done with Drew Locke. I want to move on. I don't think he's the quarterback for the long there. I want to move Drew Locke if I can. I want to try to package him with something that seems a little bit sexy and move to somebody like Derek Carr. I made this move. You can make this move. Put somebody like... Marquise Brown with Drew Locke, get get Derek Carr, then go from Carr to Wentz. I, I did this exact thing. And then you get a little bit added back to that Wentz side, say a 210. 210 and Wentz back to me for my Carr. I've now got Carson Wentz in a 210 rather than Drew Locke and Marquise Brown. I'm smitten. I feel much better about my situation than I did before. I'm being proactive with my dynasty teams rather than go argue about rookie wide receivers, which one's best, what if he lands in this landing spot, then what. So that's why we're pulled up the depth chart. That's why we're looking at all these picks. That's why I want to sell KJ Hamler because you look and Denver has a nine overall quarterback there. Maybe Justin Fields, if they move up or if it falls to you, then number 40 in the second round, that's a wide receiver if they want one. I know there's other positions. Number three pick 71 still a wide receiver and again we know that this is a decent wide receiver class so you're telling me from 40 to 71 that kj hamler's not going to lose his job tim patrick's not going to lose his job you know or even with a healthy Sutton back kj hamler has enough hype around him to where you can go make a decent little move right now that helps your team out for the long haul you don't just have kj hamler sitting on your bench as your sixth wide receiver move on denver probably will at some point i mean i'm just being honest guys even if he is on your team even if they don't draft a wide receiver what he's their third or fourth option after after noah fant so move on from KJ Hamler, move on from Melvin Gordon, maybe go get Mike Boone on the cheap. He might even be on waivers like we mentioned earlier, but nonetheless, those are players I want to sell from Denver. They've got a lot of picks. Kansas City, eight picks. This will be interesting. The player that I came up with on this team that I, I really think we need to just kind of sell and move on. It's a tough sell. I've also figured out though, um, I could probably sell KJ Hamler easier, which I think is kind of wrong. I'd rather have McCole Hardman than KJ Hamler. But I do believe with the draft picks that Kansas City have, they're also in a great position to draft a wide receiver that we're going to like more than McCole Hardman. And I think you can do well enough with McCole Hardman to where you'll never miss him. Are you starting him? You know, that what week? I don't believe you. So move on from, from those guys. Um... And then we're we're to the Raiders. Raiders are an interesting one. I'm so sick and tired of the Raiders feeling like they have to scout quarterbacks when they have Derek Carr. I don't know if it's a ploy. I don't know if they're looking for the next quarterback there. But that is just enough for me to where, as I've mentioned in this show, I have been wanting to just divert those Carr shares to whence i just don't see a reason why how it hurts my teams at this point i do think Derek carr is going to be the starter on that team i do think at the point that they move on from him 
he's going to find a job in the league. So I do think with Derek Carr, you do have a super flex quarterback. So I think he is worth a buy. Somebody sent me a 2023 first for, no, I got Derek Carr. They got my first, but they sent it to me. And I was just like, oh, I'll accept that, man. I need another quarterback in super flex all day. And 2023 is not putting points in my lineup. So go throw some offers out for Derek Carr. I'm kind of the guy that wants to sell Henry Ruggs. Not necessarily even because you guys, but yeah, go buy, go get Brian Edwards, sell rugs, get Mariota where he needs to be. You know, we want to get these guys to the right spot. It makes for an easier trade. Holler at that Derek Carr owner. Maybe they're interested in Mariota. Don't get too confident. You don't deserve a lot for Marcus Mariota, but I wouldn't be afraid to move on from him if I can get some picks or players that'll actually help my teams. Los Angeles Chargers, they have nine picks. They have 13 overall, 47 overall, 77, 97, 118, 159, 185, and 198. 13's a, I mean, really they're probably going to add a a defensive player there or help their O-line out a little bit, but then 47. And then the two in the third round, I start to wonder about Mike Williams' future and if he's the answer there. Who's going to land on the Chargers? Mike Williams. I mean, it's sad, though. Like, what can you even get for Mike Williams? Not a whole lot. In a sense, he's a hold. Him and Tyron Johnson, though, were the only guys that I could kind of think of on this team that I really kind of want to sell. I would like to sell Austin Eckler. I think that the value on him is ridiculous, but I didn't want to get into some of those like conversations of just players that I don't prefer. I don't think Austin Eckler is going to lose his job. And Tyron Johnson... I don't think is going to have a job, you know, and, and I think he has enough around him to where you could still just kind of move on again. Just just move these little like non pieces that you think are stashes that you're waiting to hit. Put them in the right spots. Fill your teams with the right things that you need, not just little stashes or refuel with stashes that stand a chance to hit. You know what I'm saying? Let's get to the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills. Seven picks. They pick 30th overall, then 61, then 93. This is a tough one as well. You know, as far as me to find sells, you're going to think this is crazy, but I think I want to sell Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. I think they need a true running back there, a, a little bit more of a workhorse. And I know you're all thinking, like, there's no such thing as a true workhorse, but every team wants one. Then they have somebody that compliments them. Yes, everybody's going to have somebody that compliments them, take some snaps away. That's not what I'm saying here. But they need somebody that can run the better, a little bit better than their quarterback. And I think that they could add somebody very, very well late in the second there. They might even get somebody late in the third. Honestly, they could still challenge those two of Moss and Singletary. Not a lot I want to do here with the Bills, but I do want to do want to try to move on from my Zach Moss, and I don't have any Singletary, but I think you should move on. Sorry, Miami Dolphins. They have eight picks. Round one, they have six overall. Then they have the 18th overall in round one. Assumption of maybe some wide receivers there. I want to sell Preston Williams. I want to sell Will Fuller. I want to buy and sell Gaskin. Miles Gaskin, I don't know if that makes him a hold in your eyes, but there there are situations where I could see him 
being a very fair value. It depends on who you're talking to. If I'm talking to the guy that doesn't think there's a chance that Miles Gaskin gets some true competition in there, I want to sell Gaskin. If I'm talking to the guy who thinks he was just, I, I don't know, I think that he could be a viable flex option. Still the same. I think he's kind of a sell. Preston Williams and Will Fuller definitely sells for me on that team. I don't have any Will Fuller. I have a lot of Preston Williams. He is somebody that I'm definitely trying to get rid of. You know, I'm making these moves. This is a time. Like, honestly, when you make these last minute moves that could really make you feel like a badass, like savvy mofo come a couple weeks after that draft. When you're making these last minute moves right now, and then you see these guys like losing jobs, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, okay, like, I definitely couldn't sell KJ Hamler now. The, these are the moves we want to make, you know, just some fine tuning, your spring cleaning, so to speak. But these are moves you need to make. Moves you need to make. They are, though. Sell Malcolm Brown. New York Jets, 10 picks. I have LaMichael P. Ryan down as a sell. I don't think there's any way. The Jets leave this draft without a running back. They've got three early picks. They've got the number two overall. Not worth talking about, really. We know they're going to draft a quarterback. But then they've got 23 overall, and they've got 34 overall. Early pick in the third round there, or second round, excuse me. Then, But then in the third round, they've got two more picks. Great little, like, Trey Sermon area there, or add some competition to that backfield. I would like to move on from LaMichael P. Ryan. I'm happy to take anything, whether it's next year's picks, 2023. Give me something. I want to make roster space. At some point, I feel like I would probably want to drop him for a waiver claim, depending on league size. I want to get Michael P. Ryan in the right spot. I don't know where it is, but I do want to move on from him. I'm not really very interested in much of this freaking team from Corey Davis to Denzel Mims right now. Like It's tough, but I don't know if I would quite want to sell Davis or Mims unless I get the right offer unless I can upgrade at wide receiver and package those guys with somebody Corey Davis and I I don't know Chase Claypool give me Higgins something like that I'm happy to do a move like that but I just don't know what I can get for those players that make me feel really good New England Patriots 10 picks in the NFL draft 15 overall, I feel like they're going to try to make that 15 overall a little bit earlier. Then they pick in the second round, 46, third round, 96. Um, I want to sell Cam Newton. I want to sell Sony Michelle. I kind of even want to sell Damian Harris. I'm kind of just back on the train where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm out of this backfield. I think Cam Newton gets replaced sooner than later. He had a horrible season last year. We all witnessed it. Less weapons than ever this year. I want to sell Nikhil Harry if I can. I, I kind of just want out of the pats in general. I don't know if you can even make these moves at this point, but I am looking, yeah, to get out of Cam, looking to get out of Sony, Damian Harris. Nobody wants Sony. It's already too late. I tried to get people to sell Sony last year, caught some heat for it. Look where we are now. And where are we? We are in the AFC North, moving right along to the Cincinnati Bengals, who have eight picks in the draft. Sell Auden Tate. I don't know who's buying. I apologize. But yeah, they've got eight picks. Number five overall, 38 in the second round, 69. That's a great area to get a wide receiver. To me, people that if you think that they're a smart idea would be Jamar Chase with five overall, just because 
to put him back with Joe Burrow. Eh, you're wrong. That 38, that 69 there, those are those are the sweet spots to add a nice wide receiver to complement Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And then a fourth in the 111, that's where you probably end up getting Mixon's backup, his complement. Because we know Rodney Anderson isn't doing anything. Those guys are done, honestly. But not a whole lot that I wanted to move on the Bengals. Maybe some guys I wouldn't mind trying to add to my teams. I've been trying to go out of my way to add Higgins. It's a tough buy, but I'm not afraid to pay up. I want to get T. Higgins on as many teams as I can. To the Cleveland Browns, who have nine picks. 26 overall, 59 overall, and then two in the third. This was a tough one for me, too, because I I don't know what it is about this offense, but I kind of wouldn't mind being attached to it. I want some Chubb. I want some Hunt. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is fairly priced, so I don't want to sell him. Wouldn't mind buying him. I think he's fairly priced. Am I telling you that he's going to be the wide receiver one again or in that conversation of like he's not a wide receiver one in Dynasty? That's not what I'm saying here, but the price is very fair, so I don't even want to move him. I don't want to move Jarvis Landry. The price on these guys is so fair to acquire that I I want to go out and add them to my team. Same with Austin Hooper. I want to add him to my team. Baker's extension just picked up. I wouldn't even mind adding him to my team at this point. But we do have some some picks here. It's hard to say what happens with Quinton Cephas. Oh, not Cephas. I apologize. It's tough to imagine what happens with Donovan Beeples-Jones. See what happens. You know, part of it with me with him early on was go get him because I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. will be there. And maybe he won't. Maybe he gets traded. Still, I want Odell Beckham Jr. with that said. So everything there just seems priced so fair outside of Chubb. And I even want him. So I I don't even want to sell Chubb. Cleveland's a tough one. Pittsburgh Steelers, not quite the same. Not quite as tough for me. Everybody out here is like, is he going to is he going to say Snell? Yes. Ah, oh, Snell, no, I'm not. I think it's time we got to find the proper place for Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, and Kalen Blage. If there's any truthers out there, maybe this is actually the kind of move you don't make today with like Benny Snell or Anthony McFarlane. Maybe you wait and see who. I'm, I'm assuming that Najee Harris goes to the Steelers for this conversation. So maybe you wait and see who has that guy or ETN if he falls there. Um, I shouldn't say fall, but if he goes there, I want that's then I want to try to give them their handcuff, get them in the right spot because it's you can't do that with James Conner. Before it was like go to the James Conner owner, trade Snell to him, but now you go to them, Chase Claypool, somebody else I want to sell. Not quite the same though. I like Chase Claypool, probably just not as much as you. I want to give you Chase Claypool for something I like a little bit more. I want to add a little bit to Chase Claypool and get Sutton. Shoot, I'll take Sutton straight up for Chase Claypool. I want to make that kind of move. I don't want to, I'm not saying Claypool is not going to be around or viable. I'm not saying he's going to lose his job. It's kind of more what this show's about, but Chase Claypool is somebody that I wouldn't mind uh, kind of going a different direction before week one and value shifts happen. Baltimore Ravens, seven picks altogether. They pick 27, 58, 104, 131, 171, 184, and 210. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. You're going to be mad at me. Sell everyone but Dobbins. Okay, we're done with the Ravens. So how are you guys feeling at this point? Do you want to keep going 
or split this up into maybe we'll do AFC and NFC separate. So I'll I'll get this done, get it out for you to listen to. Hopefully you answer this last question correctly and you wanted the NFC separate from this and I'll get it right out for you. But I thank you for listening. Hope this is all right. As you guys know, I've, I've maybe let it too known talking to you on my own is not my favorite thing to do. I appreciate you all for being here and listening. Have fun at the watching the drafts. I'm at Swagzilla Zero G. This is at Super Flexible Podcast. Find us on at Super Flex City at Super Flexible. Happy draft week. It's like a holiday week, though, still, right? I mean, I'm feeling good, pumped. I just think there's some moves we could be making right now that are being neglected. We need to be on them. Hey, man, gonna up your game. Hey, Get it done. Man.